safe environment. It's just, it's not a safe environment. Coming to you from the FlexFox Fantasy Federation's World Broadcasting Headquarters in Ottawa, welcome to this week's episode of the Better Know and Owner podcast. I'm your host, Nick the Man Penner, and my esteemed guest this week is Jathish, owner of A Dull Story. Welcome to the show, Jathish. Hello. Glad to be here. So, once again, we're moving back to the one of the league's more veteran owners, but also one that is a member, along with myself and Aiden, of the prestigious 2-0 Club. Feels good. So, to start off the show today, our first segment is one that I've been repeating with every owner so far. It is the Quick Pitch segment. Basically, Jathish, I will give you 30 seconds to pitch your team to neutral listeners out there, let you explain what you're all about, what your team stands for, and really let us get a feel for you. Are you ready? Yes. Go for it. My team has a superstar, a man that will never stop hitting home runs in Trevor Story. We have... We will outstart every other team in the league, despite having some truly atrocious pitching. And on the basis of hitting a ridiculous amount of home runs, hopefully my team can continue to be undefeated. Uh, so obviously Trevor Story, one of the biggest stories, pardon the pun, of the 2016 season so far. Uh, were you expecting this sort of production for him? Or are you just as surprised as the rest of us? Well, he is an extreme fly ball hitter at playing for the Rockies. So expecting a lot of home runs isn't that surprising that being said obviously this pace is ridiculous but i could see an extremely high level of production continuing uh now you also mentioned the fact that you intend to start a lot of pitchers uh, have a lot of different pitching options looking at your pitching staff it's a bit of a ragtag group do you see anyone there as a potential breakout star the short answer is no to be honest, it is very doubtful if all the pitchers on my team will even remain on my team even three weeks from now, let alone the end of the season, when you are effectively scraping from the bottom of the barrel, like I am with pitching, a lot of roster turnover is expected. Uh, that's a very frank assessment. I, I appreciate your candor. So moving right along into our next segment, which I like to call the Quick Hits, we'd like to delve a little bit deeper into your relationship with the league. So, Jathish, as a veteran owner, what would you say is your favorite memory from your time in the league? Hmm. There have been a lot of good moments. The one that really stands out, and this, I'm not sure if we can confirm or deny this, but it is when we discovered... So back in the first year of our league, there used to be a member named Dustin Villanueva. Now, everybody except for Wesley is convinced that 
Dustin Villanueva was a figment of his imagination, as he only seemed to make trades with Wesley. He didn't seem to talk to anybody else. My favorite moment was probably when we all came to this one conclusion and realized we should kick this guy out. And all the jokes that were made as a result of it. So it was a real league bonding moment. Everyone came together, uh, eliminated a potentially fraudulent owner. The fact that someone cared enough so much that they would make up somebody just for this purpose of having another team to trade with. Well, now I have to put the question to you. Are you saying you don't care enough to do that? Of course. I just, clearly my compete level isn't anywhere near as high. I'm one of those people that only gets by on talent and veteran savvy. You heard it here first, folks. Jathish is all talent, all savvy, no heart, no dedication. No hustle. Uh, So now on a similar note, during your time in the league, who is your favorite player that you've owned? My favorite player. Trevor Story's definitely got to be up there, considering his heroics this year. But aside from Trevor Story, there have been a number of players that I've basically cycled through my team. When I took over an expansion team in year two, I traded basically all my assets to reacquire a role as Chapman. Now, despite the recent legal troubles that he is facing, he's definitely, for me at least, a fantasy superstar. Tyler Clippard is also up there. They're both players that have been soldiering on for me very effectively. And of course, no list would be complete without me mentioning Andrew McCutcheon, who Paul has been so kind to re-deliver back to my team. McCutcheon uh, has been a gift for you. Those are all great players you've mentioned that really fit in well. The biggest contribution I got for someone that is a total scrub is definitely Dustin McGowan, who, whenever I used him as a streaming starter, was always sure to come clutch. This is definitely a player that you should believe in. Moving ahead, since this podcast is all about creating feuds and promoting trash talk, who would you say are your favorite and least favorite owners in the league? My favorite owner is Jeffrey Lim. I feel like he brings a lot of of intangibles to the league. He is a very passionate owner that understands what he's doing. And I appreciate any matchup I ever have with him. And I also strongly believe in the quality of his team. I would like to attack Cam McInnes for the hatred that he is spewing on his blog posts on the Flexbox Fantasy Federation website where he is misranking this player. My least favorite, Flexbox is definitely up there. I think he deserves to be number one for the cowardly strategy that he's been using throughout his times as being part of this league. For the first three years, this man finished last place virtually over and over. Intentional tanking. It's a complete disgrace to the game and not something that we can accept, especially from someone that is a commissioner of the league. I think we need a real movement, perhaps, to dock points from anybody that tries to use this kind of strategy in their league activities simply because it makes so many of our matchups not at all fun. What are the fans going to think? What are the impressionable new young owners going to think? What if the Jeremiahs of the world start tanking as well? That is an incredibly passionate answer. 
Uh, clearly, you have some strong feelings about Flex and his ownership strategies. But I have to ask, since you implied it, are you saying you would be a better league manager than Flex? I think that when you compare myself and Flex Fox, it is clear that only one out of the two of us has any semblance of a conscience. Like, it is completely clear that Flex Fox will do anything in order to increase his long-term ability to win, including such atrocious tactics as tanking. Me, on the other hand, is someone that will care much more for the overall quality of the league. I will not use horrifying tactics and encourage copycats to do things that will hurt the league. Even though I care about winning, I care more about the sanctity. The sanctity of the league and playing the game the right way. Something that we cannot ever say about Flexbox. Uh, very well said. A great defense of the important things in the league. But I have to ask, Cam brought this up in his episode of the podcast, which I'm sure you heard, that he shares some information with you and you share information with him since you are both the true expansion team owners. Would you like to comment on this friendly relationship you seem to have with Cam? Yes, I am definitely regretting this relationship. It has led me to a lot of poor, poor choices. Last week, he convinced me to trade for Wade Miley. I literally gave up a 23rd for Wade Miley, a man that put up negative three points. And I only won that matchup by 0.9. So think about this. I'm almost convinced that Cam is trying to sabotage my rebuilding efforts. Maybe he feels jealous. Maybe he can't handle my perfect record this year or the fact that I have Trevor Story instead of him. But I feel like I'm getting taken advantage of here. And this isn't something that can continue. Point blank, I have to ask, do you think that your team is better than Cam's? Yes, of course. Just look at our records. I'm going to be 3-0 at the end of this week. I may well be number one in the league by the end of this week. Nobody is on my level. There is not another team that I would rather have over mine. And especially not Cam, who is completely underperforming according to every standard that we could possibly imagine, let alone the ridiculous rankings he's given himself. Certainly a strong beef that exists there. It's nice to know that there's this level of passion and trash talk in the league. But now to end this segment, I have a trivia question for you about your time in the league. You will recall that both Cam and Aiden answered their trivia questions correctly, which means that this will be an extra tough one. Do I get bonus points? You know what? Yes. I will make this question worth two points on the basis that two answers are required for it. So last year, as we all know, you were the owner of Watson My Seaweed, a team that specialized in two very specific scoring categories. Can you name both scoring categories where you finished in the top two for the league? One is definitely holds. The other, I will say, and this I'm not as sure about, is strikeouts. So, unfortunately, you are only half right. You did lead the league in holds by a wide margin, but strikeouts, you were only eighth. Uh, in fact, you were second in the league in triples with 35. Ouch. 
So I will still I will still give you one point, of course, for that double hard question. Uh, I'm glad you do know about your team's history of holds. A very underrated stat. I've consistently been good at it. Probably not this year, but... So for this next segment, I'm hoping we can improve our understanding of who exactly Jathish is with a game of Two Truths and a Lie. So for anyone who doesn't know, who hasn't been listening to the podcast, this is the game where Jathish will tell me three statements about himself and his life, two of which will be factual and one of which is a bold-faced lie. I will ask some follow-up questions, try and delve a little deeper into the stories behind them, and then I will try to deduce, along with you listeners at home, which of the stories is in fact the lie. Jathish, are you ready? Alright, I'm ready. Okay, let's hear it. So for my three statements, first of all, I am a extremely talented and creative chef. Secondly, I adore both 100% dark chocolate and Skittles and gummy bears in my ice cream. And for number three, I am the best NBA 2K player out of everyone in this league. So those were three very interesting, very different uh, statements. They paint uh, an interesting picture of you, Jathish. So I get to ask some follow-up questions now. Uh, your first statement, of course, was that you are an incredibly gifted chef. What would you say your favorite recipe is? I would say that I am more the kind of chef that loves to improvise. So I'm not looking at a recipe and then following things step by step by step. You rely on the ingredients you have, the taste test, and I guess patterns that you've learned over a period of time. Like I know that certain things go together well. So you're a real a real freestyle chef, really innovative, creative. I consider myself creative. Good, good answer. Uh, your second statement was about your preferred ice cream toppings. Yes. I'm a little confused, though, about the 100% dark chocolate. Is that not too bitter for ice cream? No, that is a separate category. What I meant to say is I enjoy 100% dark chocolate, so that's one thing I enjoy. And a second thing I enjoy is ice cream with gummy bears and Skittles. Okay, so two statements combined into one. But then I will rephrase my question as, have you ever tried 100% dark chocolate with ice cream? No, unfortunately. This is definitely something I have to look into. Sounds like an excellent combination. For a flavor pioneer such as yourself, I'm sure that's something you'd love to get your hands on. Now, your third statement was that you are the best NBA 2K player in the world, possibly. We don't really know. What would you say is your go-to NBA 2K strategy? I believe that the way to succeed in video games is to take, in sports video games specifically, is to take advantage of players that you know extremely well. So in my case, the star players on my team, even if I'm playing in 2015, are going to be Vince Carter and Andrea Bargnani. Playing Andrea Bargnani at center 
is something that no team will ever no team will ever plan for. No team can guard because he can shoot over everyone and he can dunk on any small guy that they try to put on him. And Vince Carter, his veteran abilities are simply impossible to defeat when it comes to crunch time in this kind of video game. Uh, okay, so now it is the time when I have to render judgment, decide which of the statements is the lie. Your first statement about your incredible cooking skills, uh, I have a strong gut feeling that this is true based on some things Cam has said, as well as just who you are as a person. The second statement, personally, I don't care for dark chocolate at all, but I can understand why people would, so that seems plausible. You being the best NBA 2K player, though, especially with your eclectic choice of players, especially Bargnani, that seems a little bit doubtful to me. So I'm going to say that that is the lie and that you're actually a terrible NBA 2K player. Clearly you have not tried playing with Bargnani in this game. That's all I can say. So that that was a true statement? Yes. I'm disappointed that you would doubt a player of such a high quality. It's shameful, really. What, in fact, was the lie? The first one. The first one? Ugh. Talent is not something I possess. Creativity, though. It was very carefully worded. That's fair. That's fair. You slipped that one past me with your creative wording. Exactly. Well, we have to take a quick break now, but dear listeners, stay tuned. Today's podcast is once again sponsored by the Authentic Memorabilia Company. The Authentic Memorabilia Company is your home for high-quality sports, music, and entertainment memorabilia at competitive prices. Visit them online at www.ebay.com slash USR slash Authentic Memorabilia Co. Unfortunately, last week's memorabilia item of the week failed to sell, but I refuse to dwell on that because this week's item is bound to fly off the shelves, possibly before I'm even done this ad. Have you heard about the latest public health epidemic in Toronto? Forget SARS, forget bird flu, the entire city has been gripped by baseball fever. With the season in full swing, the public is absolutely loving their Blue Jays and watching with such intensity that it's almost like other irrelevant sports teams don't even exist right now. And what better way to celebrate the 2016 Blue Jays than remembering the 2002 squad? That's right, for only $19.99, you will get yourself an authentic Blue Jays lineup card from August 20th, 2002. Remember great players of the past like Dave Berg, Josh Phelps, and Scott Cassidy. Not to mention, it's signed by fan-favorite manager Carlos Tosca. This is truly a one-of-a-kind piece, and I don't want to spoil too much, but let's just say this game is one of the few from that season that the Blue Jays only lost by a slim margin. Now, as loyal listeners will remember, last week I promised whoever bought the memorabilia item would receive a personal shoutout, a free podcast ad, and a drawing of a manatee done by yours truly. Well, this week I am upping that offer. You buy this authentic lineup card from the Authentic Memorabilia Company, email your receipt to flexfoxbroadcasting at gmail.com, and you will get yourself the lineup card the personal shoutout, the free podcast ad, the manatee drawing, and now I will also send you a one-hour video recording of the lava lump sitting on my desk. 
That's right, it's an exclusive look at one of the very intimate lava-related items on my desk right now. Once again, you can find the Authentic Memorabilia Company online at www.ebay.com usr Authentic Memorabilia Co. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. Now, Jathish, as I'm sure you know, the Flex Fox Fantasy League has fans all around the world, every continent, everywhere. People are following our every move, and they have a great love for our league. Now that we have this podcast, we've opened up our listener mailbag, and we can ask some of the most pressing questions to our owners every week. Jathish, would you like to answer a couple of questions? If I may. So our first question comes from Sam D. in Marietta, Georgia. Have you ever been to Georgia? Unfortunately, yes. Like many places in the United States, I have no intention of returning. It is certainly a memorable state, if nothing else. So Sam's question for you is, can you recount your romantic history for us? I could, but I will not. A polite decline to the question. I will accept that. I'm sure Sam, whoever they are, will be disappointed with that. Our second question comes from David B. in Quebec City, Quebec. Have you ever been to Quebec City? Yes. I hope this question is in French, as I will only answer answered in the right language for a person coming from such a province. In that case, David's question is, Où est votre endroit préféré pour siéger à un match de baseball? For our unilingual listeners, <laughs> that question is, Where is your favorite place to sit at a baseball game? The 500 seats are definitely where you get the best action. Baseball is the most social out of every sport, and I feel like you get the Best kind of fan supporting you up there. Also the best trash talk. I mean, I absolutely agree with you. True fans sit in the nosebleeds. Exactly. So our final question today comes from Laura P. in Chicago, Illinois. Have you ever been to Chicago? Briefly. Briefly. You, clearly you are a, a very well-traveled man. It seems so. Laura's question and this is a would-you-rather question, so pay keen attention. Would you rather have one arm and one foot mm. amputated, or have one hand and one leg amputated? One arm and one foot, or one leg and one hand? Does the arm include the hand? Yes. So obviously the hand and foot. It's, so it's arm and foot, so you lose the whole arm. You lose the whole arm, including the hand. Oh! And okay, a foot. Okay. Or you lose one hand and the entirety of one leg, including the foot. This is tough. Let's go. Hand and foot. Just because, in this case, I could go full Captain Hook on anyone who dares look at me the wrong way. Sorry, so you're going hand and one leg? Yes. Okay. Captain Hook, a role model to many of us. Of course. Uh, so great answers there to some pressing listener questions. Uh, next up, we have some more questions for you to answer because this is our lightning round. 
So, Jathish, I will ask you as many questions as you can answer in 60 seconds. Are you ready? All right. The clock starts now. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. What do you most value in your friends? Loyalty. Favorite animated movie? The first Pokemon one. Best advice you've ever received? Don't break a leg. Favorite baseball manager? John Gibbons. Favorite song? Favorite song? I really don't care. Biggest fear? Not having any fears. First thing you would buy with a million dollars? An ice cream cone. Worst habit? Going back to sleep after I wake up. And your best Halloween costume? I got nothing. Nothing? No memorable Halloween costumes? Nope. Well, what were you last year? I was a cat in the hat. Cat in the hat, very popular character. Yes. So that brings us to the end of the lightning round. Interesting advice, don't break a leg. (laughs) So to wrap up our show today, we have our big finale, the one minute of free talk. So Jathish, I will put a minute back on the clock. And that's when anything you have to say or rant about or promote or plug or shout out or make any mention of, that is your minute to do so. Are you ready? Yes. Go for it. I would like to hold a minute of silence in, in order to respect all the other league members that are about to feel extremely painful losses to me for the rest of the season. And that is the minute. Very creative use of the free talk segment, Jathish. I I respect that. Sometimes we have to show our respects, you know? I was going to say, that's also a very, very polite of you to offer your respects and condolences to the other teams. Thank you. So that will just about do it for our time today. Jathish, thank you so much for being a really great guest. Glad to be here extremely enthused for the continuation of this podcast it's good to see our fans worldwide deserve this kind of attention this episode of the flexbox fantasy federation's better known owner podcast was directed hosted and edited by myself nick penner production assistance came from jack taylor and paul long special thanks today to my guest jathish to Cam McInnes, and to Michael Martin. Our intro music is the Better Know and Owner theme by Randy Lloyd, and our outro music is Run in the Night by the Good Lords. 
If you have any comments, listener mailbag questions, or if you'd like to book an appearance on the show, email us, flexfoxbroadcasting at gmail.com. Once again, that's flexfoxbroadcasting at gmail.com. On behalf of myself and all of us here at Flex Fox Broadcasting, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.